Hello friends, my name is Joe Irwin Bettner and this is the Eyes on Oklahoma podcast. On today's episode, we are catching up with former OU defensive back Javon Harris, who recently accepted the head coaching position at Lot Mike High School, which is a pretty big deal. Is it not too far removed from his playing days, uh, playing at OU from 09 to 12 under Brent Venables and Mike Stoops and Bob Stoops, and had a stint with the Arizona Cardinals before really carving out this uh, really quick coaching career for himself, moving around from uh, the college ranks to high school and now at Lot Nike, a place where he grew up, uh, went to Lot and Mac, but uh, going to Lot Nike to uh, help that program compete in a really tough class in Oklahoma high school football. So Javon was gracious enough to uh, kind of share his vision for what he sees for Lot Nike High School, and a lot, you know, a lot of in that is just kind of lessons he learned from Bob Stoops and Brent Venables. It was a really good, uh, really good conversation. Got into uh, his recruitment uh, from Jerry Schmidt, uh, having him work out during his official visit, and him being very ready to commit uh, shortly after that. That, uh, his playing days at Oklahoma and uh, just kind of sharing a lot of the stuff that he has kind of picked up from being a player, being a coach. Just want to remind you all that the Eyes on Oklahoma podcast is available on all major podcast platforms. And if you're not already subscribed, uh, you can find us pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. And if you uh, use the Apple Podcast app, we would definitely appreciate it if you left us a five-star rating and review. It helps get the word out about the show. So without wasting any more of your time, here's my conversation with Javon. Javon, how are you doing, man? Man, doing pretty good. Pretty good. How you doing? I'm I'm doing good, man. Uh been a kind of a, a pretty big week for you, just as far as uh big, big life change as you're coming up on uh taking over at Lawton Eisenhower. Uh, just want to talk to you a little bit about that and, uh, and also kind of um, a lot of the listeners want to, you know, hear about your OU career, but, um, yeah. but, uh, just uh, in the moment right now, you're, you're, you've taken the job at Ike, uh, just what's it been like, what's this past week been like, just as far as accepting that job, getting it out there and, you know, being able to, you know, kind of, I guess, go into full head coach mode now. Definitely, man. Uh, it's, it's definitely been, man, a hectic week, uh, man, uh, just, uh, when I when I was actually driving back from Lawton, when I when they actually uh, offered the job to me and let me know that I was going to be a guy that would be getting a job. So I said, man, I, it was it was crazy. I was still about an hour and a half away from home. So, um, so I, I was like, man, I had I had to pull over, man, pray, man, uh, let, just let it out for a second and call my mom first. And then, you know, call my girl and my babies. And, and it was like, man, let's let's get this thing going. man. it's been a as far as the rest of the week, man, it just. Every day, you know, I was excited just to really put it out just because I knew I was going to be coming back home. Um, but just the, like you said, I, I, I've been coaching track as well out here. So just trying to, you know, juggle both things and, and do my job here as well. You know, I've always been a person that's, that's believed in finishing where you at and doing things the right way and, you know, making the right transition. So, but, you know, I've been at work dialing in, getting ready for the Oklahoma uh, rules and things like that, making sure I'm on the right thing, uh, the right track. Uh, talking to a bunch of coaches that I know up in Oklahoma, a bunch of high school coaches that, uh, you know, were proud of me as well as, you know, going to help me, you know, with the transition. So it's, it's been a crazy week, man, but it's been fun, man. Uh, definitely getting back to some older relationships that I had before. Now, was this something that you were looking at or I'm curious how this job came about? Uh, so crazy story. Uh, actually, 
I was just kind of, you know, putting out, putting out names, putting, you know, jumping out at jobs. Earlier this year, I actually, you know, just kind of put it on social media. I was like, hey, anybody know anything that's going on in Oklahoma? You know, head coaching jobs. I'm going to start, I'm, I'm starting to put my name out of a lot of things. And um, one of my uh, former high school coaches, Coach uh, Griffin down at Cash High School, uh, was was actually a guy who threw the, threw the job to me and told me, hey, Eisenhower's looking for a guy. Um you need to put your name in and, uh, you know, it kind of went from there. Uh, it was a pretty fast process. Once, once I figured out that it was going to be going on, uh, they, they were pretty excited about just hearing that I was interested in the job. And, uh, for me, it was just, you know, more so about getting back home and getting up to the Oklahoma and, and, and just, you know, I, I think I'm ready for that jump to be in a head football coach. I was gonna. I was gonna say, man. Yeah, you're you're from Lawton. Uh, you went to Lawton Mac, and uh, now you're taking over Ike. It's that's a, it's a an area that I don't know if many people realize just how talent rich it is, and it obviously a lot of that kind of the postseason success comes down to coaching and you going back. Mm-hmm. I would just is, is a big deal for a lot of those guys that uh, at Ike. Um, what was the opera? I'm, I'm assuming, you know, obviously, you know, going back home was it was a big draw. But uh, how much of do you see an opportunity to really build something at at a place like Lot Mike? Oh man, just you know, um, I went to Lot Mac, but I I actually grew up on the west side. I actually grew up uh, on that side of town. I was supposed to go to Lot uh, Lot Mike. So growing up, man, I always knew that the program was rich. Um, for me, you know, seeing that it was an opening and, and, and then kind of going back and looking over how times have been the past, you know, 10 years and just seeing that, you know, things are, weren't up to that part or up to that level that I've known Ike to be. And uh, just, you know, being that I know what it can be. I know what it what it should be. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to be part of be a part of some pretty uh prominent programs. I mean, even when I was at Mac, we went to state one year while I was there and went to the semis two of those other years. So um, understanding that as well and understanding, you know, what it takes to, you know, work in Oklahoma and play in Oklahoma at the same time. But um, just over time, I think for me, it's going to be big coming in and, and starting off fast. Uh, building off of what those guys did last year because they they did have a, a, a you know 500 season they did pretty good last year but you know now it's about getting over that hump and, and really you know uh, making a force in the state so for me it's about you know coming in uh, you know continuing to build what these guys have already started they're pretty young already um, so you know just coming in and doing the right things getting guys on the right track I think that's really the biggest thing as far as you know in that Lawton area is keeping guys on the right track. Um, like you said, it is a, a very uh, talent-rich area. I think a lot of people kind of looked over it, even while I was coming up. You know, it was one of those type of deals where, you know, you had to, you had to actually shine to get your name out there. So, you know, uh, I, what I want to do is, you know, come in. Um, I think that I, I have a name not just from playing, but my coaching resume as well is, uh, you know, putting guys into the to the next level and, you know, helping those guys, you know, not only just get to the next level, but succeed at the next level. I think that's what's going to help, you know, push this program over that hump. Gotcha. Uh, you know, this is something that obviously uh, I would assume you've been working toward for a while, but, you know, you are not too far removed from even, you know, I guess you know, graduating high school, you were a 2009 signee for OU. When did you kind of know that you wanted to go into the into the coaching route? Um, man, I, so you know, I had got a, I got a brief stint with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, went out there, and once I got cut, you know, it was kind of 
all right, what do you do next? Uh, I continue to try to play when played in the FXFL the following year. Um, things kind of just shook down, and I, I actually had came home, and uh, it was crazy. So I'm, I'm, I'm sending my stuff around, just kind of figuring out what I want to do. Uh, I always wanted to be a coach. It was kind of one of those deals. Like, I was like, man, when I get done playing, I want to coach. I just never knew the route. Um, so I, I went – I just started kind of talking to guys, and there uh, is a guy named Josh McQuision. That's a, a a sooner guy. He does a lot of the you know okay preps and things like that. I was just kind of asking him like, hey, you know any guys down you know down in Texas? I knew I was going to end up going down to Texas. My family was down there at the time, uh, so I was like, man, you know anybody down there that I could just you know send a resume to how to how to go about coaching? And he actually hooked me up with Coach McGuire. The uh, at the time he was a head coach at Cedar Hill High School. And now, you know, uh, we all know now he's the head football coach at Texas Tech. And I, I it was pretty crazy. I sent him a regular resume. <laughs> he was he I know he looked at it and was probably like, I don't think this is what, what you need to do. So he, can, he actually, you know, wrote me back, told me, hey, this is what you need to do. Uh, I actually went into my first very first coaching job after that. He hooked me up with uh, the coaches over at Princeton High School down in Texas, which is and uh, at the time they were a smaller foray. Um, uh, Stacy Dillard the, is a another former Sooner uh, from a while back. He was like, "Hey man, I got I got a I got a coaching job for you. It's not football though. You know, I, I went I come out there and it's girls soccer and girls uh, track eighth grade. I'm like soccer and track. I'm like, all right, but then it's girls. So I'm like, all right, or eighth grade. And so I'm telling them like, hey man. It's, I'll do it. I can coach. I can do whatever. You know, I'm, I'm going to come out here. I've, I've always been a person to give back so and, and throw camps and do things like that. So it was like, it can't be that hard. Well, not knowing that I didn't know any of the rules to soccer. So I started asking kids and, you know, look, <laughs> looking up things. I'm like, okay, they got 11 people on the field and things. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's, let's see what goes from there, man. I fell in love with coaching that year. Uh, my first, I went out there, we, we coached our first game. Me and the assistant coach, and I, I'll never forget the, the coach on the other team told me, she's like, uh, hey, our girls are going to score 10 points a game. Like, it's kind of what we do. And the competitive nature in me was, y'all not going to score 10 on us, but y'all might do that the rest of the season. And uh, lo and behold, they came out and scored 10 points <laughs> early in the first first period. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I need to uh, fix some things in this coaching world. So, but, man, uh, we ended up winning every game after that. And, you know, seeing the buy-in from those girls and seeing what the change was and seeing that, you know, you can be a good player, but in order to get kids to translate what you're trying to get them to do, that's what I fell in love with. You know, seeing the change, seeing the learning, seeing those kids really gravitate to you. Uh, and after that, I was like, you know what, this is what I want to do. I didn't, it didn't matter what the sport was. It didn't matter who I was coaching, you know, what grade. I was like, you know, I'm going to fall in love with this. And I ended up going to Crandall High School after that. Um, and uh, Coach Carey, man, uh, one of the greatest guys I've been around. He was, he came in, he said, hey, man, I'm, I'm going to give you a shot. I was a DB coach at the time, and he just wanted to help his program turn around from what they had been years before. And uh, that's what kind of has been my niche since I've been a coach is basically turning programs completely around and, and you know, changing the culture of those programs from what they were and, and really helping other coaches build what they wanted from it and uh, helping those guys continue to grow, man. And uh, I, I've actually been very fortunate enough to, you know, be able 
to help these kids uh, not only see that, you know, you don't got to go D1 to be successful. You don't got to go D2. You, you can go to whatever route and it doesn't even have to be football or it doesn't have to be whatever your sport is. But taking the lessons from those sports and growing from that, that's where you start seeing as a coach, like, you know what, I'm doing a lot more than just showing a kid how to go D1. You know, and, that, and that's where I fell in love again. I just each year it's just made me fall more and more. But I've also continued to learn and continue to grow. And that's the best part of coaching for me. Just as far as like being a motivator and, you know, setting the culture for the program that you're a part of. Do you feel like that was part of your role at Oklahoma? And I, I bring this up because, I mean, you were at OU at a time when, you know, the defense uh, coached by Brent Venables and now he's the head coach at Oklahoma. But, you know, the the, the there was. I don't think there was any shortage of just like physical hard-nosed dudes and right. you could kind of feel that intensity from that side of the football. You were part of that era of the DBs, you know, the shark era. Um, what I'm curious, was that, what was that you as a player? Did you grow into that as you kind of got maybe later on in your life? Man, it, I think that's kind of always been me as a player. Uh, I, I've always, I played with a chip on my shoulder since I was in third grade, you know, um, and I, and I always wanted to be the best, but I, I knew that, in order to be the best, I had to be one of the smartest guys on the field. And that's what pushed me and a, a lot of the guys around me. I think a lot of the guys that I played with would say the same thing. Like Javon knew his stuff. He knew everything that was going on on the field. I, I could tell you from the back end to the front end what was going on. And that was part of being able to play with that intensity. You know, one of the biggest things I say is, you know, you got to be able to play fast. And in order to play fast, you can't be thinking a lot. So in order to do that, you know, you have to be able to go in and and, and understand what you're doing. And that's what I try to get kids to understand. What, what's your why? Why are you doing something more so than just what you're doing? And I learned that from guys like Coach Venables and, you know, uh, just uh, really Coach a couple of coaches that I had that were there, you know, just being able to listen to those guys, learn from those guys. And uh, I mean, it was it was a great time. Obviously, you know, we, we actually were very successful, two big 12 championships as I was playing there. Uh, and those guys, I mean, just I, I, to this day, you know, uh, it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually tweeted this out the other day. I was like, man, these 08, 09, 10 guys, man, we but a lot of us are coaches now, not just, you know, high school coaches, but I mean, I'm seeing all of my guys getting D1 jobs in the college world. Um, and those relationships and those things like that are what builds you up. You know, you say like, hey, what's going on? Uh, I'm just, I just happen to get in as a head coach now. You know, I was chasing that college dream as well. And, I, and I'm proud of my brothers, you know, they are out and doing those things and the other guys that are high school coaches that are continuing to grind. And, and it just lets you know, you know, like we were talking about when we were there, it was, all right, you know, everybody's good, but what's going to separate us? And every, and we, like you said, we was in that era where the game was actually changing. You know, uh, everybody went from running a lot of, you know, pro style offense under center and they backed up to now we run his own read and they start throwing the ball every which way. I mean, we're playing spread offenses out the wazoo. And I mean, and it's, you know, it's hurry up offenses and everything. So now it actually took a little bit more time to say, all right, well, you actually got to be a really good DB. There's no more such thing as the box safety, which is what I was deemed for a little bit. You know, it's like, all right, well, we're going to have to cover some things and we're going to have to not only do that, but then now you got run pass options. And now the game, is again, is changing. And, you know, 
as the game changed, you got to be able to learn. And one of the first things Coach Venable said to us when we got there, he's like, the guys that learn the fastest are the guys that get on the field the fastest. Uh, so, you know, I think that's one of the things, like you said, is as far as that mentality, I've always had that mentality, whether it was playing or coaching. Even as a coach, I, I never chose to go to schools that had a bunch of D1 kids already. Uh, I always went to the schools where, hey, give me the cat that I got to mold and I got to develop and I got to turn over. That's that's the things that make you want to be a great coach. And I think that's that's what makes guys like Coach Venables great coaches and the guys on his staff that are really good coaches as well. Um I mentioned earlier, you know, I, I actually had a chance to go GA under Coach uh, Hall, the new safety coach, man. That's that's my guy, man. I love him to death. Uh, my time there, I was there for a semester, and he saw something in me from a, from what I did at a junior college, but he remembered me from what I did as a as a player. And you know, again, a lot of there's a lot of players that can't translate to coaching. It's just what it is. They can be great football players and they can go out there and make plays. They can go to the NFL for 10, 15 years. But when it comes to coaching, there's a difference, you know, and then and they that is what changes. And he and he let me know that he's like, there's a difference in that. There's a difference in being able to go in and get a kid to do with exactly what you want him to do. And um, and, I, and I'm, I'm thankful again, man, it's, it's, it's a it's a great experience. Uh I, I love it. I, I would never. I'm not going to do anything else outside of coaching. I, I've never chased a dollar in my life. Um, so I, I'll go out here and I'm like, hey, you know, position wise, I always wanted to be the top guy. <laughs> you know, I want to be the guy that's in charge of everything. Uh, make sure I, I played offense in high school. So, you know, I know what I'm doing on that side of the ball. I just happened to go to college and play defense and, and be able to excel there. So, man, it's, it's definitely a. Uh, what I would say, you know, the transition is really good for us. And like you said, being able to play in that time where the game was changing and being able to go out there and be a part of a, uh, being part of the Sharks. You know, that was a mentality. We all said, you know what, we got to have this, you know, and uh, uh, Coach Willie, you know, he was the one who really kind of brought that on us, you know, and he brought that energy, you know, that we had our, our my sophomore and junior year while he was there. And, you know, you look back and you're like, man, what in the world? This man would be yelling and screaming up and down the field. Hey, do we yelling out BDs or ball disruption? And that just jumped everybody up. And we made more plays. We started making interceptions. But it was it was no longer about the singular dude. It was about us as a group and us going out here to make plays as a team. And, and it made it so much better because one of your boys would make a play, but we all celebrate you know, uh, one guy on uh, one guy I get a fumble and somebody else will pick it up. We celebrating in the end zone and we all doing the shark, you know, and, and, it, and it makes it better. It made it fun, man. Uh, in a time where, you know, where uh, again, I mean, even now these guys transfer upside down, you know, everywhere. And, you know, at that time you couldn't just do it as easy, but it was definitely the Twitter era. I mean, I was <laughs> I was in the era when you really couldn't tweet anything because, you might get pulled, you might get suspended, you might, it, it could, anything could happen. I mean, I saw it, you know, and now it's, you are, you got to live on Twitter. So it's crazy. You, you say that I actually had Zach Sanchez on uh, last time we had a player on and we were talking about Tony Jefferson and just kind of his <laughs> whole personality on social media. And I, I feel like if Tony was not as good as football as he was, 
probably wouldn't have gotten away with as much stuff, but, uh, but that, that's funny. You bring that up. Um, I, I did want to ask you a little bit about just getting to Oklahoma. You, you going from Lawton Mac to OU, uh, you had offers from, from Kansas state, uh, I believe Tulsa. What was, uh, what was the recruitment process like of getting to, uh, getting from Lawton Mac to OU? Man, it was, uh, pretty cool, man. I actually, there's a lot of offers that I had that never got posted. It was, it was pretty crazy. Just, I, I started going out to camps and, I, you know, for me, it was we were in the camp era. You had to go to camp to get looked at and you had to be there for the three day camp. It wasn't the one day pull up and, you know, it's 300 kids out here and you trying to be the one like you pulled up three day camp. They're going to evaluate you over three days. So, man, I every for. Probably two years I went to the OU camp, uh, but I was always going down to the Baylors and the TCU. And the, uh, I went to a UT camp one year that was really just strength and conditioning. And I uh, went to K-State. K-State was one of my top schools at the time. And, uh, they At the time, they were Ron Prince, but I was a running back. Like I said, I was running back. And so a lot of my recruiting was happening on the offensive side of the ball. And, uh, my running back coach at the time was Rod Fisher at uh when I was at Lot Met and he played at Oklahoma. And he, I mean, he, I know he, he had a couple of connections up there. Him and Kel Gundy were real, real close. Uh, they were teammates at uh, one point. He called him and was like, hey, I got a kid that's, that's starting to get some buzz and he's going to be a good player. And, and I, Coach Gundy called me up and he's like, Hey, man, well, I'm going to get your film over here to these guys. I'm going to make sure they know who you are. And they watch the film and they offer me the same day. So, uh, I, I actually committed probably about a week and a half after I, I got my offer. I, w- I went up there, went up on uh, campus, man, uh, got to meet Coach Stoops, and them guys showed, showed love, but it was more the the feeling of, you know, this is home. Uh, I'm still far enough away from home. A lot of people, I think they understand, you know, what uh, I think the persona of Lawton, Oklahoma is, at the, especially back then, you know, coming up in that era of, you know, I remember being saying I was from Lawton and people, Lawton? Oh, you know, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's where I'm from. Right? And, and it is what it is. But, man, I, I, I'll claim it to the, to the death of me. And, you know, I think that's what, what bred me. That's what made me the player I am is also the person I am. Uh, again, man, the recruiting process was real quick for me, but uh, it picked up my senior year while I was committed, you know, just like guys trying to talk to me outside. Like, man, we know you committed, but uh, I'm like, man, I, I stayed with my commitment. Um, I also, you know, stayed all four years while I was at OU, man. And, I, you know, I went – I didn't start my first couple of years. You know, I, I was a backup guy that, you know, I thought I could play at that level. I thought I was going mean, to I could play as a freshman. But, you know, I learned real quick that it's a lot faster. It's a, it's a different game. And like you said, man, just going through that process and, and meeting guys, man, you – man, I, it's crazy how, how much the relationships of the guys that you get recruited with. You know, uh, you're like, man, we, we all known each other from meeting at each game. And I, I, I think we had probably one of the better classes of guys that came in and we all showed up on games. We stayed in connection with guys, whether it was, you know, me and uh, Gabe Lynn and all of these. Guys. I mean, we were Oklahoma guys and like they we trying to recruit other guys to come, you know, and it was it was fun, man. So. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't have to do the, you know, the hats and the, you know, have 25 offers and got to figure out where you want to go. Uh, I know, and I know them guys, I know a lot of kids that do. I know a lot of guys that had to do it, man. And I think for us, for me personally, you know, I knew, I felt it as soon as I got on campus, man. I, I walked up there with my dad and my uncle. 
man, I uh, I got in there. Smitty put me on that thing. He got he had me in there lifting. I was like, man, hold up, man, don't get. I'm ready to come up here now. I got a season left to play. <laughs> so, uh, he man, had you, I, I he had you lifting on your visit. Yeah, he had me lift on my visit, man. I okay. did. I did a little the bench press. Uh, they at the time we had air the the air compression on on our weight on our weight benches so i had never seen anything like this so i'm like man what's going on man we get under there he put me on the bench had had the rings on there i'm like all right i'm hitting it all right here we go he got took me outside did a couple little med balls and then we had some more little uh air compression days for speed on the walls i'm i'm over there strapped up I'm like, oh yeah we I, this is where i'm coming all i see is banners and i'm in the indoor so this was, and he over here really coaching me like, yeah, man, hey, hey, big dog, hey, big dog. I'm like, yeah, this is where I'm coming. <laughs> so, man, it, it was a fun deal, man. I, uh, I'll never forget it, man. It was, it was the craziest thing just being able to go up there, man. Obviously, you know, you had OU a top, you had a top three, in my opinion, a top three college in the in the world in the world, you know, especially in football, really number one, in my opinion, just overall, overall time. And so I'm like, man, this is, this is it. I can pick anywhere. You know, at the time I, I was, I was, I mean, like I said, the once I, you get that OU offer, the rest of them going to come. It was, it's just what it was. And especially being from Oklahoma, uh, I just didn't know what position I, they didn't have to tell me what position I was playing. Cause I was at that time, I was like, I'm coming here. <laughs> so, uh, Man, I and I tried to press the running back deal. I was like, man, let, let me play running back. That's what I really do. And uh, I and they they end up telling me I'm, I'm gonna play a little defense. They didn't know at the time. They they saw my defensive film. And then they found that I had offensive film. They was like, hold up, this guy can play offense. So, um, man, it was a great deal. Again, man, I had I had some great coaches. Coach Stoops brought me in there. He he put the ring. You know. Everybody that's being recruited by Coach Stoops, you know that you you sit in a you come in his office. He'll pull out the bar, the ring box, and now you trying on rings. So now I done did a whole workout. I'm in this thing doing workouts. So I done uh, saw the campus. They walking down trying on all these Big Twelve rings, and you know they had just came from the national championship. So I'm over here like, you know what? I'm or not not that year. That was the year they uh, actually played. Uh, who was it? Uh, Boise State. Yeah, yeah. I believe. Yep. So they coming off of that. So man, it was it was a it was a big deal for me though. I was gonna say I think that actually might have been West Virginia. The, yeah, West V. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I want to go back to something you said just about uh kind of waiting your time like waiting for your time to play. And I know right. that's it's a little different asking I I feel like a player from your era to now just because it's a different world as, as we've kind of discussed with the transfer right. portal and just there are a lot of players out there that are a little impatient um that you know want to get on the field as quickly as possible which is you know you know i i have no problem with the player betting on himself you know that, that, that you know that's one thing but just as far as you getting into that environment and you know kind of paying your dues to an extent yeah. what what kind of i'm curious just because you know now a guy like brent venables comes back to oklahoma and he's I think in his news conferences has really preached just trying to get guys that not just want to be here, but want to be here all four years, which is kind of unheard of in today's college football, especially for the, for the really, really good players. But I'm curious what that staff in particular did for you, as far as just keeping you, I guess, mentally bought in for those first, you know, few seasons where you're trying to get on the field and you eventually do and become, you know, one of the best, you know, DBs in the country leading, you know, I believe you're top five in the big 12, 
12 in interceptions your senior year uh, nationally i think you were about top 10 but what was that process like of just trying to stay mentally bought into what i guess what ou's program was trying to do for you as a player definitely man well uh you know one one thing that i can i can definitely attest to is coach bob stoops is it was a big part of that um i remember walking in his office and, and literally saying like man I don't even know. It, maybe football not for me. You know, I didn't. I, I basically burnt my red my freshman year, right? Uh, and I and I, I'm not afraid to say it. I, I tell people all the time, like, yeah, man, I played maybe four or five games my freshman year, and and of that, maybe about maybe thirty snaps overall. You know, and um, I remember talking to Coach Stoops, and he looked me dead in my face and said, Javon, if I didn't know that you were going to play here. I'd let you leave. You're going to be a player here. That was word for word from 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 him. I'm sitting in his office, and he and once he said that to me, I was all in, you know. And um and I and I had my ups and downs. I mean, a lot a lot of people know when I played at OU, I had I, I had a, a game where I got benched, and I thought it was over with, you know. And uh and I think a lot of it comes down to the person you are, the type of character you have, and um. You know, my my father built me up to being like, hey, you you make a commitment, you stay down. Um, you know, and he also, you know, let me know, hey, what what if you know what you want to do and you're gonna do it, you got to make sure you go out here and you make it work. Uh, and I just grinded, man. Uh, I think that a lot of a lot of it is, you know, when you talk about today's game and to the kids now, and then you talk about our era. You know, again, I I was in the transitional era where a lot of that was still going on. There were guys transferring and just saying, we're going to transfer and sit this year and, and then I'll go play, you know? And, uh, and I just, I, rem I just know for me personally, it was, you know, I had a genuine coach that was real with me. I think that's big. And I think that's what coach Venables brings now. You know, he, he's going to tell you the real and he's not going to, you're not going to waver off of it. Um, and so me and me and Coach B had our ups and downs. We we butted heads a couple times, and I'm sitting in his office and having those those discussions, you know. And and, it, and it's the truth. And you and when you get real and you get genuine from guys that are uh, that are coaching you, that's what makes you stay. You know, that's what makes you want to be part of something more than just me and what I can do. You know, now it's about what am I going to do to get on this field. Um, I think today's today is the the instant gratification. Um, I think social media shows the instant gratification for a lot of these kids, and that's where you know I think a lot of it is okay. You can be a top player, but I, as a coach, now I preach to my kids. I'm like, if you got a job, a rig, and a career job. You're not about to just up and leave. You got family. You got bills. You got. You can't just say oh, I'm gonna uh, transfer over here and just make it happen. Something because now you got to rebuild. You know that's the say. That's the difference. And you know, yeah, I think that you know once they opened up the transfer portal, portal, it was one of those deals where okay, let's just open it up for everybody. Now coaches have had to adapt as well because now they recruit. It's transfer portal. I'm gonna go grab top high school kids, but I'm going to that portal. That's number two for sure. And then, then I'm going JUCO and you know working down the list. But uh, and, and even even then, you know, it's like, all right, well, how do I get a kid that you know had all of this love as a as a high school kid, had 45 offers, could have went anywhere in the country. Now I got him here. Where last year I just grabbed the number one kid 
for his same position. And now I got to try to keep him here. And that's where, you know, you preach program. That's where you preach things like this is more than nobody is bigger than the program, not a soul. And that's what and that's what you hear from BV. That's what you hear from Stoops when he still steps in and talks. That's what you hear from those coaches that are on campus. You know, Coach Gundy has been there for the dang on since the, the, the goats was born. <laughs> you know, so it's a, at the end of the day, that's what he preaches and that's what he believes. And I think us as players that have graduated from there, that have went there, even guys that have transferred in and we're like, you know what? I'm, I'm trying to be a part of that. That's what that that brings to the table. So I think when you preach program and you preach things like that, uh, you get kids to stay. And I think when you're telling them more about the process, the process is more important right now. This is what you got to understand. It makes you a better person. It makes you a better – again, it's that character that I that I try to, you know, uh, push out. And I think that's what builds you as a man. I know for a fact, I know this is just – me personally, I, I know the coaches on staff. I know that's what they preach. And I think that's what separates, you know, the Oklahomas and the Alabamas and the Georgias. Like, you, those guys aren't just up and hopping like that. You know, they stay in the program because they know what the end result is from the process. Now, the guys that, you know, some guys do go, you know, and it works for some of them. Like you said, it, it works for some guys. And I, I've never I, – I got kids that I coached at the JUCO level that went from school and they didn't – and then the whole staff left, and you know, because that happens. You know, what what do I do when, when I get somewhere where I pulled up and now the whole staff that just recruited me just took off, right? I've just built a relationship with you, and I just did all of that. You Now it's about – is the relationship with the coaches more important or did you come here to be a part of this school and this program? And that's the, that's from past guys. That's from the history of the program. I think that's where you get, you know, at Oklahoma, the history is there, you know, Bama, the history is there. So you come in here and then wanting to leave after the first year, ain't nobody, ain't nobody that's been here before going to worry about you. Goodbye. Right. Uh, but you got when you get to the programs where it's not really a lot of winning going on, it's not really, you know, and I, I'm not talking down on any program because I respect them all. But, you know, it's just the, the proof is in the pudding. You know, the guys that up and leave are at programs that don't do a lot of winning. The guys that are at these programs that are winning and, and traditionally winning over time. And that's what you see. You don't see a bunch of those guys hopping the portal. You don't see a bunch of those guys just moving around. You might get two or three just because you got a, a, a kid that may just really fell into a bad situation. I mean, I, I mean, like I said, for me, it's on the recruiting side. When you start talking about that, uh, as a JUCO coach, I saw both sides because I had to recruit and then I had to get my guys recruited. Um, I actually got my first player uh, that I've personally coached in the, uh, in the just had his combine and he was at FAMU this past year, but dealing with a lot of the things that he had to do and uh, endure through his process. And I, and I never forget telling him, I'm like, Hey man, if you, if you just buy into this process, what happens in the end, you'll enjoy the fruits of your labor you'll understand that the process was more important than what can come right now, you know? And I think again, man, instant gratification right now is the big deal is the biggest difference. Um, especially from what kids see now and what, I mean, you get on Twitter and you get 45 offers, you got probably 10,000 followers. You probably got 
10,000 plus followers and now people in your ear now everybody's here we didn't have that coming up you know um and that's the that's a lot of the big difference so now it's that love now it's that oh when you ain't playing now you had all this stuff coming out of high school you got to go somewhere else but now you're not just hearing it from two or three people that you knew back home now you're hearing it and now it's all it went viral you know now now you now you know if i if i put myself in the portal i'm gonna go viral okay how's that gonna go you know, all right, now I can get all of these coaches to come talk to me and want to be, you know, again, instant gratification. So uh, I think that's the biggest difference in the culture and the culture change um, as far as with the portal and as far as with guys transferring. I think for me personally, uh, what made me stay was, again, you know, being around guys that made sure that the process and that the program came first. Uh, and that's what that's what it really helped me and, and made me stay. I mean, again, and then you got your brothers around you. Uh, I had a few guys that transferred from that in my class, but the guys that we all stayed and we all stayed down and grinded. I mean, everybody in my class, besides maybe a two or three guys, we all had to work our way up. So it was never just. Oh, he playing, he playing, he playing, he playing. A lot of us played as true freshmen, and we all went through the same thing I did. We played four or five, maybe four or five games, maybe 30-some snaps, special teams, but that was what was important. Do your dues. Pay your dues. Get in here. Let's work. Get in here and let's grind. This is how you get up here, you know. We watch guys in front of us that didn't play for two years. You know, I watched Ryan Broyles go – and I remember watching him from high school – and going up and then he became a great, you know, uh, and a lot of those guys, I mean, I watched Landry have to go in the game and, you know, was he ready or not? That Nobody knows whether he was or not. He had to go in the game. Uh, I mean, my first game really getting to play was my sophomore year against Oklahoma State where I actually had to play a full game and it was off an of injury and it was either you either ready or you're not. And at Oklahoma, you get one shot. <laughs> they say there's only one. They say there's only one. You literally getting one shot. <laughs> so that's it, man. You got to be ready. So um, I think that's the difference, man. That's what made me stay. And from there again, man, relationships with them coaches, man, Coach Stoops. And, you know, um, I mean, I had some really good coaches, man, that, that really helped me stay down. I mean, even when we had – when BB left and Mike Stoops came in, uh, I'll never forget Mike coming right to my face and saying, you're going to play for me. You know, and I said – well, let's roll because I was going to come out here in my senior year. At the time, I had just had my first son. So I was like, man, I, this is boss of the wall for me. Somebody going to play me, you know. Uh, and I think a lot of the guys that I played with, they'll say, like, whether they wanted to or not, I was making plays and I was making sure that my name was known somewhere and they weren't going to forget about me, you know. So that was, that's that's a lot of just me and me as a person in playing. Um. As far as just, you know, you, you talked a lot about just Brent and, and stuff, and I, I feel like you might have already kind of answered the question, but are, when the ch coaching change at OU happens with Lincoln Riley leaving for USC and then Brent a week later is the new head coach at Oklahoma, uh, did you have a reaction to that at all, just as far as Brent being the guy? Man, uh, for me, I, I, I just told him, like, man, I think – I think he'll be fine. You know, for for a long time, I, I knew that he didn't want to be a head coach from what I was hearing. You know, so I was like, okay. But, I mean, hey, at the end of the day, you bring somebody back in that, that can bring this program back where it was. You know, um, 
I fall really, and when on the coaching world, I really fall under the Brent Venables tree. You know, again, I, I worked under B Hall. B Hall was a, a GA while we was at Oklahoma. You know, so it was like, all right, well, I'm running the same stuff. Remember, same all of the same verbiage. You know, so I played for BV. So it's like, all right, well, I know what he was going to bring to the table. I knew that you know it was going to be. A, a very stern. I know it was going to be a discipline. I know those type of things are going to come back to the program that, you know, I know we're going to be a fast defense. I know he's, he's set a standard and you're going to come to that standard and you're not, and it's not going to waver. You know, um, and then, you know, my biggest deal was like, all right, who else he going to bring? You know, uh, and, and so many guys on the staff that are former OU guys, you know, that's big. I think that that right there alone is very big. Um, because now you not only just have guys from all over the place, you actually brought in a staff of guys and the guys that were there already that stayed because they know that it's a lot more than us as a person. Even BV, he knows that it's about that OU brand, and he knows that it's about the guys that came before us and that that program was – the program been built back – all the way back to the 30s, you know, so we you even take it further than that. And you're like, all right, well, and that's what they preach at Oklahoma. When I was there, that's what they preached for sure. We saw we watched the history. We saw the important games. That's when I found out. And I didn't know this. And I'm an Oklahoma kid. I didn't know that the OU Nebraska game was actually bigger than the OU Texas game. And then I figure out like, oh, this is for real. So, you know, and then going up and seeing playing Nebraska and playing against guests like Sue and them guys like that and have, being in big games. Man, I can't I can't even imagine not being able to play in big games every year. I'm actually excited they going to the SEC. You know, that was big for me. I'm like, oh, we about to play every week somebody that everybody wants to, you know, ping the SEC. Well, now when we start winning and we winning in the SEC, we can roll. And that's the biggest thing for me when I when he got the job was you got to you had to have somebody that was going to be able to help that transition as well. Um, and I think he does a great job, uh, again, from the other side of things, being a coach and knowing and seeing how he recruits and being on the other side of guys that get recruited by him, being on that other side of seeing how he can get in and he knows spot areas and he can go there and, and really win not only the players, but grab that school and some of these powerhouse schools in the South and the Southeast, you know, being in Texas. I know I, I watched him come down here and sweep through Dallas because he know he knows that that's a mecca for Oklahoma. You know, and even when he was at OU, he recruited Dallas, you know, and I know a lot of the guys from Dallas got a lot of respect for him. You know, I wasn't recruited by BV, but when I stepped on campus, I knew who I was being coached by, you know. So, um, again, man, I think I, I was – I'm excited for him. And I, I told my guys, like, man, you know, it's whatever. They, hey, he better do what he's supposed to do. <laughs> That's it for me. You know, uh, I respect the man, you know, um, like I said, me, me, me and BV, we had our we had our ups and downs. Man, I, I'm my guys know they they know how I feel about it, but they also know, hey, we all played for him. We all had I got respect again. I fall under that tree of BV as far as coaching wise as well, you know. And uh, I know what the standards are. I know what he expects. I know he's gonna keep high expectations for the not only his players but his coaches as well. So and and everybody else in administration, and you know, I'm excited to see what he does. Just, you know, it's been been cool to follow just kind of your your path here and to, to kind of see where you are now, just as far as coming from Oklahoma to a coach. And uh, before I get you out of here, I just wanted to kind of wrap things up by uh, 
you know, going to Ike and, you know, from all the, you know, the lessons you've kind of shared from playing for, for Stoops and playing for Venables, um, and not to kind of put you in like a, I'm sure you've answered these questions plenty through the job interview process, but I mean, what, just kind of go out on this. Uh, what, what are, what are your goals as you kind of enter a situation where lot Nike uh, in kind of, we talked about earlier, just, it, it's a great area. Uh, I think people sleep on that area. Um, it's a really tough district as I'm sure you're aware. Um, but what, what are the big goals for you as far as just trying to, uh, you know, get that program to, I'm assuming championship level and, uh, yeah. you know, continuing on your path of, you know, being a, being a football coach. Man, uh, well, you know, like I told told those guys, when I'm coming in hot, you know, uh, I, I think that, you know, one of the things that you got to do is as a great head coach and, and being able to see some of these things, you got to come in and you got to set the standard now. Um, so for me, that's what I'm planning on doing. Once I step on uh, step on campus here in, the, in about a month, I'll be there, and you know, I, and, and I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna set it high. We'll set them the high expectations. Gonna set that standard from the get go. You know, we go. They're gonna understand that we're gonna be a disciplined team, not uh, not just on the field but off the field as well. Um, we're gonna dig into the community. Uh, I think that development is is very big, and and not only you know life but for sure in football you know and um i think one thing that just coming up in oklahoma and being part of you know a, a program that was very successful at, 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 like i said i graduated from that um i think that that's where we we got to start is really start from the ground up uh really start from that great have a great foundation in the beginning like i said i'm coming in hot man i plan on winning fast and i plan on winning often um, I, I plan on coming in and really setting the tone, not only for my team, but for the district and, and coaches around and making everybody step up. You know, uh, that that's really been been my my deal, not only coming in here and, and you know, I'm, I'm going to put a staff together that's going to do the exact same thing uh, with the guys that are there already and the guys that I bring. We're going to come in and we're going to do things right. Uh, I think integrity is going to be a, a very, very big thing that we got to work on at a lot night. Uh, and really dive into the character of these kids and really, you know, being a lot in kid, I think that's going to be able to uh, translate a little bit easier because they, they're not going to be able to, you know, pull some of the law and stuff on, you know, that from an out, like an outsider wouldn't know, you know, I think that's some of the deals that you gotta, you gotta be able to, you know, come in and instill. Uh, I'm big on making sure that, you know, you have a disciplined program. I'm big on making sure that, you know, you have disciplined coaches. I'm big on making sure that you're able to go out here and, you know, hold yourself accountable as well as everyone around. You know, we're going we're gonna to be big on the one of 11. You know, do your one job of 11 jobs and, and the whole team will do good. So if we get in and we can do that. Uh, we'll be successful. You know, I plan on being successful. I don't I, I don't waver. You know, I think that the proof is in the pudding as, as far as my coaching career, my coaching rap so far. Uh, I'm not done yet. So I, I, I'm very young in the game. Again, it's only my, I'm going on my seventh year. Uh, so, you know, being able to come in as a head coach and, and drive, you know, not only being a player, but being a, a great coach is going to be big for me uh, and, and really just engaging with the kids, man. I think that when you can engage with your kids and gain that relationship with your guys and they're in the, I mean, the best teams that I've ever been a part of, the best teams that I've ever, you know, seen and been around and watched them players, they go play for their coach. And they go play for that that name on on across their chest, 
And that's what we got to make sure that we do. We got to build Ike Pride back up to where it was. And then that's where we're going to get it. And that does it for today's episode of Eyes on Oklahoma. We appreciate Javon Harris for coming on and talking with us. Really, really fun conversation. And uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. We really appreciate you guys making us a part of your day. And if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, really appreciate it if you would. And if you could leave that five-star rating and review on the Apple Podcast app, it would help le- it would help greatly get the word out about the show. I can't speak anymore. Um, but appreciate all of you guys for listening. And until next week, my name is Joe Irwin-Bettner, and we'll catch you next time.